One month that I'm never sad to see end is May. This month has been so emotionally overwrought. I just can't take another day of it. And I'm in luck because in 90 minutes, this month will be over. I took my silly little self over to Instagram. Instagram. Wow. Instagram to brag on finally being able to find peonies. And then it dawned on me that I never even spoke about my fixation with peonies on the channel. So like I said before, May was unexpectedly emotional. Every time I sat down to write this month, I was sucked into a water sign filled emotional vacuum. And then every person that knows me, that actually knows me, knows that that's just not me. So in my Fraulein Maria voice, let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start because I'm not singing today. (laughs) No one will listen to that. Back in the olden days of yore, whether I liked my job or I hated it, I always wrote off for Cinco de Drinko. So I set my sights this year on Philadelphia so I could go visit one of my good girlfriends. And um, it was a beautiful day on the way up there. Like you couldn't have painted a, a more beautiful picture. But as soon as I got there, it started to rain. But even just the trip to get there was an event. The first mistake I made was heading to Annapolis to get her coffee from Ceremony and Margarita Mix from Williams Sonoma, just around the corner from Ceremony. Um, I just knew it wouldn't be better for my mental health to actually drive across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Yikes. Like, um, I pulled it up on my GPS and I was like, why isn't it sending me up 97 to just go up through um, the Harbor Tunnel, go through um, Baltimore? Nah, son, it, it made me go across the Bay Bridge. But the good thing about the Bay Bridge now was when you're heading east on 301 um, and 50, going east, there is a, finally enough concrete on either side for me to be able to drive across the bridge. Now, coming back, that's a whole other story. I still just have so many issues with bridges and water and why am I able to see them? It's probably like the only time in life that I wish I didn't drive an SUV and have the capability to sit up just a little bit higher. Yikes, I just don't do bridges, but that's neither here nor there. Um... Yeah, I'll send an honorary shout out to the Delaware Memorial Bridge because there's something about bridges where I can see all the water on the sides. It just makes me feel like as I'm driving, I feel like I'm driving two miles per hour. I feel like I'm in neutral and I feel like the the body of water is like pulling me sideways, like I'm going to go over the side of the bridge, so... It's a whole other nightmare for a whole other episode, but I digress. By sucking it up and actually driving across the Bay Bridge, it cut my trip um, down by like an hour and a half. (laughs) It was going to take me over three hours to get there if I had gone through um, Baltimore. So anyway, um, 
I was greeted by my sweet friend and her charming little home in Fishtown. Um, I really do enjoy spending time with her. It's just like a nice, quaint little space that has all these comforts of home, even though it's not my home. She's very um, generous, and um, I feel at home at her home. So let me just tell you that she makes everything herself. And when I say she makes everything herself, she makes her own tortilla chips, okay? And you could eat a whole vat of them, okay? She bakes them so they're crispy. They're not greasy. Just crispy little clouds of ever so slightly lime with the right amount of salt. Like they're never too salty. Perfect. And you can use them to shove, you can shovel them in your mouth using her pico de gallo, which inspired me once I got back to go to Trader Joe's and spend about an hour cutting up cherry sized tomatoes and making my own pico. But I'm thankful for that. I think that's a good thing to to make things yourself and do a little bit of self-care that way. So I can't stress to you enough, like how well I ate. And how good everything was and how much of a good time I had. Plus, I let her make the drinks and that is definitely a mistake. We had guava ginger margaritas. Your girl was knocked out by 1030. I was black history. So um, the snack was the chips and the pico. Then she took a ripe avocado and added that to the pico to make her guacamole and just sprinkled it with ever just a hint of cumin like it was amazing so good like I just I just can't stress to you can I go back she also made shrimp tacos with an optional side of chicken tinga you should just go on ahead and and find her on instagram um dolores and b's kitchen I believe I'll add her, I'll tag her in my post. So then that way you can get the goods. So you can eat as well as I eat. Anyway, um, yeah, it, it's been a long time since I had that good of a Cinco de, de Drinko. Um, it did, the sky opened up as soon as I got to to Philly, but um, it didn't matter. We didn't need to spend any time inside. We had outside we had a great time inside just enjoying the conversation just talking about life she was getting excited for her birthday and her um her birthday spring break that she took like so I had a really good time I can't stress how how good of a time that we had we even talked about um Sophia Richie's wedding I woke up the next morning to a royal continental continental breakfast if you guess that she bakes her own bread (laughs) of course she does so she toasted it with fancy butter and those maman four fruit um preserves and uh coffee with fresh cream like and she uses my vanilla bean extract in her cream um so yeah i mean i had a really good day trip up to philly and um i won't hesitate to go back and um, hopefully when I go back, the weather will be a little bit better and we can spend some time outside on her patio because she has a lovely patio too. 
It was also really important for me to see this friend before she took her birthday vacation. Um, I gifted her a bottle of Mimosa by Commodity, and it garnered her lots of compliments while she was on her trip. Mimosa by Commodity have no has notes of lemon, bergamot, blood orange, mandarin, orange blossom, black pepper, sheer jasmine, iris, musk, and blonde woods. So I can only imagine she was... Uh, lighten up the the um, Mexican skies while she was on vacation. But um, what drew me to Mimosa when I sampled it was the possibility of wearing it to brunches and patios for wine dates. So um, lately I've been reaching for different types of scents, um, trying to match my mood and my energy which you know is all over the place because this job is just eating me alive. One fragrance I've been meaning to wear, but I always seem to forget that I have it until I think about my godson because he really likes this scent, is by and other fragrances. And it's the Fresh um, 2018, which is inspired by classic gin cocktails. I feel like the juniper in this one puts me in the mood of Gentle Fluidity Silver by um, MFK. But it's much more refreshing and thirst quenching and it's fresher. So it doesn't last half as long, even a third as long. Um, FR 2018 also has notes of melon pop rocks, grapefruit zest and gin and tonic. I feel like this is the kind of scent profile that's totally necessary for um, sweaty and sultry summers. And, you know, we get a lot of that down here in the D.C. swamp. The other one that I like um, by In Other Fragrances is called um, SN2020, whose inspo comes from the, the gold medalist snowboarder Silji Norindal. SN is a poem featuring peachy osmanthus and leathery tuberose. I actually wear that one quite frequently in the wintertime. If you overspray it, you'll really get a big, heavy dose of that that leathery tuberose but if you just kind of like moderately spray it it's very just like peach and fresh and effervescent kind of like kind of like a tea scent when i wear things that have have osmanthus in them i definitely get that citrusy fruity tea part like that's how i would probably describe osmanthus um, another Osmanthus fragrance that I adore, especially at night, is called Ping Lei, and it's by Bordeaux's Grand Cruise. Ping Lei has notes of Chinese Osmanthus, Mandarin, Lemon, and Bergamot. The middle has notes of Peach, Rose, Orange Blossom, and Benzoin. And then the base has Tonka, White Musk, Iso E Super, Violet, and Vanilla. I feel like I might have to wear Ping Lei tonight. I'm not sure, though. You know, I changed my mind like I changed my clothes. Dangerous Complicity by Etat Libre d'Orange is a fruity, boozy, osmanthus, citrusy jello shot of a fragrance. It has notes of rum, coconut, leather, osmanthus, cashmere woods, alang-alang, calamus, jasmine, ginger, sandalwood, and patchouli. This could also be worn tonight because as... I would expect that it would last all night long because it's got the leather part in there. It just doesn't. Not on my skin. Like, I feel like it would put me to sleep 
And I would feel nice and comfortable and I would feel sweet and sexy and boozy while I drifted off to sleep. But the moment I wake up, I'm not going to even remember what I sprayed last night. Anyway, um, that's definitely something I would entertain wearing tonight. Um, One that I haven't reached for in a long time is also from Italian Liberated Range and it's called Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell has a very skin-like presence um with kind of like a watery marine um aqua beginning or top notes um also has tart fresh yuzu and then in the middle of it it's just got this skin musk that i feel like is itat libre d'orange's like creation because i can't think of another fragrance that skin musk or their skin accord smells like this but it smells like the cleanest baby skin on the cleanest blankets ever. Um, this one also puts me in the mind of um, Eleven Eleven by Lake and Sky. I think I'm going to have to pick a night and wear them side by side. One on the right side and one on the left side to see which one um, is the most sensual, effortless skin. Well, I haven't been reaching for the Ghost in the Shell often enough. I can't stop wearing Sandalwood Temple by Sandra Jordan. Um, in the top, you get a lot of cream, a green, cream, <laughs> green, crisp neroli um, that dries down to a creamy, spicy wood, um, especially like sandalwood and guaiac wood. There might be some vanilla in there. There may even be some cedar in there, but... It's just like sandalwood heaven to me. So I really enjoy wearing that one. So that one is a year-round fragrance that I'm just going to keep wearing. I haven't even really put a dent in the bottle. I need to do better. Yeah, but I love sandalwood temple. Have you smelled it? I feel like the biggest surprise in the episode is that both of my hands and my feet have nail polish on them. Can you believe it? My hands have um, study hall with a coat of sandy scallop, both by Olive and June. So it's a, like a very sheer pale nude with like a oyster shell kind of a color, very iridescent with like purple and orange, like a purple and orange kind of a shift to it. Purple, pinky, orange shift to it. But then my toes are wearing a coffee that's all cream, no coffee called Coffee Milk, and it's also by Olive and June. So for me, what's made the biggest difference in my hands and feet or my nail care is the cuticle oil. Like I've been preaching since I started doing the podcast. Um, on both my hands and my feet, um, I feel like that's what I'm doing consistently that makes all the difference. Um, I do also appreciate wearing like lighter colors because if they start to like fade or chip, um, I feel like I notice it less and I don't always have time to come home and well, I do have time to come home and change my nail color, but good luck with that. <laughs> In terms of my beauty, um, my two favorite expensive mascaras are still number one, Fenty Hella Thick and number two, Chanel Le Volume. I mean, both are great. I just rotate them. Whichever one I find first is the one that I use for that day um neither one of these um formulas flakes 
even after I wear them like all day. Um, my two drugstore lash builders are the Maybelline Total Temptation and L'Oreal um, Voluminous Lash Paradise. The Maybelline brush has like random, uh, randomly packed bristles. So I feel like and it's really easy for the mascara to be distributed on lashes of all lengths um, because there's always going to be a bristle to... to Pack the product on and grip your lashes so it gets applied evenly. Um, but I feel like all four of the mascaras do a really good job at, at building fringe. And then um, the hourglass shape brush from L'Oreal's uh, Lash Paradise does something very similar. Like it grabs onto my teeny tiny baby lashes on the corners, the inner and the outer corners. So I do enjoy those both quite a ways away, uh, quite often, I should say. Um, but I understand if you don't want to spend either the Fenty or the Chanel um, money, you definitely have options when you go into Target or when you go into the drugstore. So um, I don't have any new news in my skincare. I'm eagerly awaiting my Salt Air um, Santal Bloom Body Lotion. I need it for layering this summer. Um, I'll give more thoughts on Salt Air when um, the rest of my stuff arrives. I also did do something really good that surprised me. Um, I was able to read a book this month and I really enjoyed it. The book is called Before I Let Go and it was eloquently captured by Kennedy Ryan. Um, what I feel like Miss Ryan was able to do that a lot of storytellers are not able to do in this day and age was to tell and build a story in a believable way that kept me engaged and drawn in and wanting to keep seeing what was going to happen next. Like she didn't give me too much in the beginning that just kind of made me say, eh, well, I already know they're going to get to this point. How, let me see how they get to this point. No, it was a really good story. Um, the subject matter is very sensitive and can be um, a little triggering if you um, have an interesting past with um, loss. Um, so if you're interested in reading it, Try reading the first chapter and see if, if it's somewhere you might want to go. I just was taken aback by how well the story was written. Um, so because it was such sensitive matter, I did have to kind of slow down and um, take my time in trying to read it. But I was so wanting to know what happened in the end that I, I finished that book in like less than a week. So the the book is called Before I Let Go. And the author is Kennedy Ryan. Um, what I think that most people are not able to do, like, because you, know, you all know that I love scary movies, so I'm obsessed with Scream. I love Scream. And then I, there's a part of me that really likes kind of like <laughs> drug soap operas, like Power. Like, I've been a huge fan of Power since it began. But... Like I said, people get lost in trying to make a story like, number one, captivating, and number two, believable. That plot points get so convoluted that once it 
the storyline peaks or something arcs, there are too many loose ends. And and they and while there's so much to dissect, you just can't get everything. So stuff gets missed and it just looks silly and messy and the story rarely makes sense and it really irritates me. But I'm not gonna get into that. I think I might save a little bit of that for for the next episode, um, which I hope is before the middle of June. Um, but I'm not gonna speak into that <laughs> one way or the other. Um, but yeah, that was a really good before I let go was a very good book. I'm glad that I chose that one to start and I'm glad that I was able to finish it. If I had to guess, I would guess that even today's moon is in a water sign. So before I even started to record this part, this segment, I checked the moon calendar and would you know, the moon is in Scorpio tonight. So, um, do with your emotions, (laughs) whatever you will. Um, like I said, May was a complicated and highly emotional month for me. I'm looking forward to June. I'm looking forward to days that don't end until almost nine o'clock. So I don't feel like I have to be inside all the time. And um looking forward to reading a couple of more books. So I'll keep you posted on the journey. As always, you can always find me on Instagram at Stacy Pricey and you can give me all your compliments um concerns empty rhetoric whatever it is that you would like to say you can always message me on instagram and um i hope that everybody's doing their best we are halfway through 2023 isn't that a scary thought i'll see you guys around take care of yourselves and each other bye-bye